Pose like a trophy when Naomi's walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin. Pretty look like Peter when the camera's closing. Drip broke the levy when my Kelly's rolling. I think tonight she might braid her braids. Melanin too dark to throw her shade. She minds her business and wise her ways. Go like 24, Karen, okay. Tonight I might fall in love. Depending on how you hold me. I'm glad that I'm calming down. Can't let no one come control me. Keep dancing and call it love. She fighting but falling slowly. If ever you are in doubt. Remember what mama told me. Brown skin girl. Your skin just like pearls. You're back against the world. I never, never trade you for anybody, anybody else. else. <laughs> I had to. I had, I felt like I needed the lead in. I had to get that first that first Beyonce verse. Yeah, that she part, said that, some good that, stuff in there. She did. I love that verse. Oh my! You picked the right. You picked. That's my favorite verse of that song. Really? Uh, yes. Yes. It felt. I I haven't really listened to that album. I feel like now I need to give it a chance. I don't know why I just slept on it. It's just something. Something just didn't call me. Maybe because it was like the Lion King tie-in. I don't know. But did you did you watch Black is King yet? Did you? Watch no, that? I haven't done that. And I have to. Oh. I have someone's Disney Plus. I probably have yours. I probably got. You a might have be- mine. It's just too much. I feel like there's there's Disney Plus and there's been some good stuff. On but HBO I think I gave Max. you my login. I think I gave you my yeah, login. Yeah, I need to just Disney do Plus. it. I need to just do it. I give myself some time this weekend. Okay, um, but it felt, you got to. yeah, so especially good. you know I should I should part of the reason I was doing it you know I had to give brown brown skin girl from Miss Brianna um we gonna get into all that but uh, from Brianna my sister my mama um my friends you know give some love to the black girls black women um welcome welcome to to save queens. One of the few places in the world today we can have a conversation about politics, how hard it is to find a good black cis man, and Miss DJT's tax returns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by the eternally optimistic Miss <laughs> Devereaux. Always, always, <laughs> always believing, honey. Always believing that God's gonna come through for us. <laughs> she's she's done it every time, though, isn't she, girl? <laughs> Just done it. Um, but seriously, I'm happy to have you here, girl. These last couple of weeks have been rough, rough. Um, as you might expect from starting with Brown Skin Girl, as I said, um, you know, this show we're here to dedicate to Miss Brianna Taylor um, and everything that, even with that verdict, continues to go on with that. Um, but before we get into all that, how are you doing, Miss Devereaux? You know, honestly, I mean, it's some crazy times, but personally, I just can't complain. I feel like I'm blessed. I'm here. I'm healthy, girl. And girl, when the girls are out here, you know, laying out, you know, dying because of Corona, girl, what else can you ask for, girl? Or, you know, the police killing girls. Like, yeah. it's just good to be here, honey. It really is. It really I, is. I was just on a, I was on a um, work call today. And it's that funny thing where it's like, you know, people ask how you're doing and you're like, I woke up today. <laughs> so I okay. So I okay, can't. girl. You can't complain, can you? I woke you? up today. Um, yeah. I woke up like this. I woke up like this. Okay. Flawless. Ladies. Um, so. Uh, we're giving Beyonce a lot of props today, girl. We're yeah. Really, I mean, she's, We're paying homage, right? She's worth girl. it. Our, our black she capitalist is. queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> girl. She sure is. Oh, she sure man. Is. Uh, she's been a little quietly. I actually, I thought she would have, because she did originally write, because uh, we can get into Breonna Taylor, she did originally write to the Attorney General, um, but she has been, maybe she's just waiting, waiting to see how this continues to develop before she go, takes a flight there and goes beat some ass. Um, so, oh, sorry. Did you have something? Oh, no, I believe she's about that life. I really, I think she's just, I think she's, she's waiting. You know, she, Biden, you know those, at waiting. that level, they, they're keeping an eye on things. Yeah, um, definitely. So, definitely. You know. She's probably in contact with Breonna Taylor's family. You just Ooh, don't, you know. Yeah, I, I think she that. probably is. I do. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I love that, that she wrote a letter. I was like, because I still remember Don Lemon, that moment where he was calling out the celebrity girls. He's like, the black celebrities, like, where where are y'all? What y'all doing? Stop asking me and telling me how much y'all like me for saying shit. Like, get out here and speak up. Stop worrying about alienating your um, base or alienating your fans or, you know, your the white people who support you. So It's funny because most black celebrities have primarily black fan bases. Like, Beyonce is probably one of the 
the one with the most yeah. diverse fan bases, and she's the one who spoke out. But you got girls. I think most celebrities will post the things on Instagram. I think the ones whatnot. that Don Lemon was talking about was like the uber black celebrities. Like oh. we're talking about like the Kevin Hart's, the Dave Chappelle's, the Oprah's, okay. Tyler Perry. Well, actually, you know, Tyler Perry's probably more got more black people than at his level. Um, despite and you see, I mean, level. Oprah and Oprah definitely put Oprah, you know, yeah, Breonna Oprah, Taylor on yeah. on the cover of O Magazine, which was something you know new to her. She's usually got her face front and center, so that was yeah. so something different for Oprah, you know. Well, we've been um we've been hinting at it, so let's talk about um her. Let's just get right into it. Um, so this show we're talking about Miss Brianna, and then we're gonna get into that debate that debate mm. uh but first let's give our time for miss brianna we we're thinking about doing a show early but um you know things have still been developing so i'm kind of glad we didn't do an early show yeah same here uh, <laughs> we gotta right? we gotta pre- we gotta preserve our mental health too, that like, that too that it's, too you know it's hard out here recording and trying to hold down a couple you know jobs and businesses and shit and, <laughs> to but also make just trying to the times of the rona <laughs> and the lit and you just try to like you know want to get out of bed in the morning like we can't um, always record on every little like tragedy you know it's just, yeah it's, i mean we, knew we were going to talk about this we knew we were going to talk about it you know on yeah this, on this week so yeah um yeah and also we thought we'd give you girls a break because we had that whole rbg and we gave y'all girls something light with having our cousins on um which we'll have something that we'll talk about at the end of the show in relate card to that um but focus on miss Brianna. um so last wednesday i think that was the 23rd um even, well, even before that, we already knew some shit was coming because before that, the mayor of Louisville declared a state of emergency. So if you're declaring a state of emergency before the announcement in anticipation, we already knew some garbage bullshit was going to happen. Some, some yeah, messy. Yeah, sure. So um, last Wednesday, our favorite right-wing Uncle Tom, um, Attorney General Daniel Cameron, who had recently spoken at the Republican convention, if, um, if you don't know. Coon. Um, Coon, coon, I was, coon. you know, I originally was gonna go for the coon. He's a motherfucking. But then coon, I was bitch. like, Uncle Tom, because what's the line between he's Uncle all Tom of that and shit. coon? All of it. All it's of all. It. He's all of that shit. Yeah. And I'm gonna talk. I'll talk a little bit about his little his little speech. But um, he announced that the grand jury had made a verdict. Um, this was six months after Miss Brianna's death, by the way, that they had decided to only indict one of the three cops. Um, and I think it was the only cop that was fired. Was that right? Is that right, girl? Because the other two, I, I think, are I still. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the only one. So the only one that was yeah. fired. Um, and he was indicted for shooting into a neighbor's Wan- house. Yeah, wanton endangerment is the name wanton of the charges. Endangerment. Yes. Yeah, not even for shooting Brianna Taylor, but nope. for, for, shooting for shooting someone into, into the... someone else's house. Yes, yes, next door. So to start off, I want I know for me, I want to talk about. Mr. I don't even want to call, call her Miss. Like Daniel Cameron, that coon Uncle Tom who started off by saying he was a black man and how he understood that, um, you know, he understood how hard it must be. And let's take this moment that this is one of those moments where not all your skin folk are your kin folk. Like exactly. not to take it back there, but yeah, exactly. honey, some it of our there, people, though. honey, some of our people sold us into slavery. Like so, that doesn't mean anything that he said he's a black man. Because ultimately, this was such an egregious assault on justice. Um, he t- he choked up with tears. Fuck it. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's fucking tears. I don't believe it for a fucking minute. I feel like he was only crying because he knew he was going to get some bullshit. But uh, just, um, you know, the part that really got me from what he said was like, if we simply act on emotion or outrage, there is no justice. There is no justice. This is not justice. Um, you know, I think... There's a couple of things with his statement that already people have been, you know, touching on is the fact that, you know, one of the reasons that they said it was justified for the cops to shoot all like 16 ridiculous amounts of bullets was that her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, um, had fired upon them first and hit one of the officers. So that has something that's recently been called into question um, by a ballistics report from the Kentucky State Police that doesn't support that claim. They've also. Yeah, they, they, they can't determine if the. You know, I guess one of the officers got shot. Had the, the leg same the- kind of gun as, or the same kind of um, type of bullet. Well, maybe is, is Kenneth Walker's yes. gun? Yeah. So they couldn't even determine that Kenneth Walker actually shot the cop. Boom. You know, one. So one. They said there was no video or body cam footage in his statement. 
Vice over the weekend released footage after the shooting had happened and the officer had gone in, which officers weren't fucking supposed to do that shit, gone in after they just fucking killed someone. But the officer, um, I don't even know his fucking name, um, the one who got indicted had gone in. Um, so I don't, for, for me, it's like, I've, I bet there is footage of it. I bet there's footage Bre- of it. I yeah, Brett, Brett Hankison, I think. That's the is. officer. Um, yeah. So I bet there's footage of it. Um, so that's the other one for me. The third thing, so this isn't something that happened um, while Cameron was talking, but this is kind of something that come after that of the mess that she shows that this is not justice. This is bullshit. Is that recently uh, one of the members of the grand jury, because the grand juries are anonymous, um, had recently filed with a court, with the court and a judge has permitted it to release the recordings because they felt basically off the back of Cameron's statement that they were being misrepresented, um, that the jury verdict was being misrepresented, especially what charges were even on the table. So what I kind of took from this, and you can help me out, girl, what you think, but I kind of took from this that, you know, this is that moment where we talk about how prosecutors and police officers, they're all part of the same type of structure, a systematic racist structure, is that I don't think that there potentially was even charges on the table for the grand jury to consider to put you know to them that those officers were responsible for Brianna's death um and I think that's kind of what this um this grand jury member is trying to kind of say is like he's misrepresenting you know what we even were capable of making a verdict on so what do you think about that girl yeah so well actually it came out the hill just published an article saying that um basically that the grand juror who you know grand juries are supposed to be totally secret yeah the whole you know the whole proceedings the witnesses yeah um there only it only takes a majority of a grand jury to decide whether to indict or not so Mm. the uh, hearsay is allowed in the grand jury like the prosecutor can present whatever he or she wants to the grand jury to decide you know whether or not to to charge in the case Mm. it doesn't have as high of a standard as you know a trial jury um and so but they say this grand juror said that when daniel cameron got up on that podium after the charging decision was made and um and did a news conference that he misrepresented what he had presented Mm -hmm. to the grand jury so he didn't even give the grand jury the option of charging the the three officers with homicide he didn't even give them the and so yeah and that that came out today because the grand juror had to be very circumspect about what he revealed um he actually hasn't even come before the public he even his identity is supposed to be kept private his lawyer who's representing him i think it's a man too the grand juror his lawyer has the one who's come out and said that the grand juror wants the you know all the recordings everything from the grand jury to be released to the public so the public has all the information but daniel cameron came up on the news podium and said, "Oh well, we know we gave we gave the gr- the grand jury these options. We presented this case, and this is what they decided just to charge on the wanton endangerment. But that is not the case. Daniel Cameron didn't even give them the the option to charge with homicide, but the three officers of homicide. But this is very very important to note because if any of you girls ever end up serving on a grand jury, <laughs> okay." Here's Mr. Devereaux's jury advice, girls. Get ready for this. Yeah, and I, you know, I am not a lawyer. Bitch. So, but let's start off by saying, Mr. Devereaux, that you can't seem to get on a jury yourself. Why is that? Why is that? Oh, girl, I get kicked <laughs> off every. In, you know, and I live in Detroit, Wayne County, <laughs> bitch. I must get I must get called to jury duty like every single year, pretty much. At least every other year, I get called for jury duty. Those prosecutors kick me off so fast because I always tell them that I don't. I don't take at face value what the police say. Like, if the police say something, it's not it's not fact or truth for me. Like, I need evidence to back it up. AKA, and I she don't, don't trust the, no I don't, popo. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take the police at their word. And they, in the prosecutor during the voir dire proceedings, where they decide who gets on the jury or not, they kick me off every time when I get in one of the chairs. Every, I love that. I've never actually been able to even serve on the jury. But that's bad. That's bad because the prosecutors are usually 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 looking to kick young black people mm. off, like male and female. They're usually you they're looking for a reason to kick us off so that we're not sympathetic to the defendant. So, but um, but if you ever serve on a grand jury, right? Because the grand jury, I think I don't even know if grand juries have the same voir dire process and like where the prosecutor and the defense have the option to kick you off. I don't know if they do or not. Mm. But I've never been called for a grand jury. 
But for a grand jury, you actually have the option to introduce as a juror other charges that the prosecutor may not present to you or oh. to do your own research or but that's very, that's rarely told to grand juries that you can ask for more information and you can ask for more evidence wow. and ask for additional options for charges and look up additional options to charge and um so yeah that's some, just something to note if you ever serve in a grand jury because this grand jury had the option to do that at least in Kentucky that's that's true in Kentucky I should say I think that's true in a lot of states it is true in Kentucky where this took place I don't know if it's true in every state but this grand jury had the option to do Interesting. that in Kentucky I wonder why and, you think that didn't happen well I think they didn't I think grand jurors are not always given those instructions mm. explicitly or that they don't always know that they have other charging options they take whatever the prosecutor says at face value and just mm-hmm. go off of those charges and and that evidence Fair. So, and I think that's what happened here Fair. yep um. So, what do you think, girl? What do you think? Well, well, I guess we should also talk about that. Um, that mayor needed to have that um state of emergency because as soon as um Daniel Cameron announced that shit, it blew up. Um, I think there was. I mean, of course, everyone's talking about these two police officers who got shot, and I was like, we don't care, we don't care. But um, basically, yeah, it the girls went in. Um, and I haven't. Because there's been, <laughs> there's been too much other stuff going on. So I haven't, I, I'm sad to say I haven't been following as much. But from like lightly kind of glancing at what was happening there, it seems like it was almost, it's become like a police state there. Like it's so bad. Like they were arresting, like it's, it's that same thing with that when the riots were getting really bad over the summer where like the cops are just being vindictive and, oh. you know, hurting medical workers, hurting, you know, um, you know, the press, like, literally just, you know, being super strict about, you know, quarantines, being super strict about curfew to the point of, like, harming people. Um, but And those protests well, were so also happening all over, um, to be fair. Like, so. Well, I think it's actually interesting because the Democratic mayor of Louisville, who's white, actually, and the Democratic governor of Kentucky, who's also white. So they're, they're more our allies than that Negro, you know, who's in the AG seat, who's in the attorney general seat. Fuck him. Uh, stupid ass coon but yeah they actually want proceedings the grand jury proceedings and the recordings and the information at least the information that was presented to the grand jury they want that to be released because they think we as the public should know Mm. you know and they're taking a risk that yeah there's going to be more uprising and more anger and and taking to the streets even though that's their city and that's their state but But as but also as we know the public has the right to know they have a they they feel like we have the right to know and i think we do do. um but it's like also that thing of like as we know like what a police and like the police chief and the police union that the by the police does is not always in line with the government officials um and we've seen that in all types of cities um both both right wing and left wing or all to all types of cities no matter who's in charge and there actually is a so a judge uh usually like i said grand jury proceedings are completely sealed nothing comes out of the grand jury except the charging decisions um because you know the witness identities and all those things are usually protected um but actually a judge has has required attorney general david cameron to release yes uh the recordings from the proceedings he was supposed to do it david cameron was supposed to do do it by today and he's asking for a week to redact some things from fucking fucking joke you know like and it was interesting at the same time this was happening of course miss djt and we're about to move to her um talked about how he is such a star how he's so great and he's doing a great job um and i feel like that was all i need i mean beyond the fact that he spoke at the fucking republican convention like i guess this girl is trying to get herself ready to take you know to go the tim scott route or what to become like you know a Republican senator. senator, probably to take over Mitch McConnell's seat when he mm. decides to retire, probably to be the Republican senator from Kentucky's because he's a protege of Mitch McConnell. He came up his entire before he became attorney general. And I think he might have worked at a firm for maybe I don't even know one or two years. I have to go back and look. He his entire rise was in the office of Mitch McConnell, his entire, you know, career wise, <sighs> uh, career rise, political rise. Uh, he is a protege. I just find those girls so fast because I'm just like, girl, don't you get lonely? Because and we haven't touched on this because really it's like I don't think it's a re- there are plenty of people that have, but like you know he has a white partner. I think mixed children. Um, 
I don't even know oh, if he maybe has children. Have children. Yet. Um, he might. I, I, you know, I might. He, you, you might be right. Though. I think he might be on his second white wife right now. His second. He might be on his. <laughs> yeah, I think he was married before uh, to another white woman, and he's marrying his. And second if that's white not woman. that piece, no. I think feeds into something for him. But I think not. It doesn't. That's not really where I'm going with this. But it's just like. The fact that he's oh, in okay. this, yeah, you're like, no, girl, that is something. Like, I think it's a piece of it, the fact that he has a white wife. But it's like, you know, there's plenty of people who are about that life on the other side that have white partners. So it's not really that tea, I think. Yeah. I think in this case, it is. Like, of course, he would have a white wife. But it's just like, girl, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, the, sometimes the people... um the people I think just like betray him, you, I guess. Or they just grew I up think, a certain way and they just, you know, like Miss Candace. I know? think. Sorry, girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think what it is for him, though. I think sometimes some of these black, these Uncle Tom types, <laughs> and I think what it is is that they disconnect with black people at yes. some early stage of their life. Yeah. There might have been some trauma, some bullying, some, mm. you know, not for all of them, but for some of them. Um, yeah. and they, cause I saw that when we were in college, like the white people who used to belong to like the black, the, I mean, the black people who used to belong to the white fraternities and only hang out oh, with other I white do. people. And a lot of times they did have some tea, you know, they had like an abusive and they black didn't want to be bothered with us. Yeah. 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 Remember they didn't even yeah. want to be bothered with our black. Like, they, like one or black. two, they say hi maybe, but they, they yes. would never step foot in like our black cultural center. Uh, yeah 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 or like um or be a part of any like the black groups that you know you and i were you know leaders in respectively or other black groups mm-hmm. on campus like they were not about that life <laughs> they were not about that life and they they had all white friends mm-hmm. and you know and that and that but i think for a lot of them i used to actually when i got the chance to talk to some of them i would sometimes like try to gauge like what their relationship was with blackness earlier in their life and it, 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 like you said, it could have been an abusive black father. It could have been, but I think a lot of times, like they didn't connect with the black kids in mm. elementary school and middle school, or you know, or their cousins used to ostracize them mm. when they go to their cousin's house, or it, could, it was it was oftentimes something like that. Yeah. It really was. Um. Well, girl. Um. We got that verdict. We got this bullshit. Um. I think for me, I guess final words of Miss Brianna. Keep her in your hearts. Keep fighting for her. Um, and you gotta, you gotta remember it. You know the FBI is looking into this case too. And now, obviously, we're you know under you know this Attorney General Bill Barr that we have now. That's not looking promising. But we very well could have a very a new Attorney mm-hmm. General come January. So b- vote, bitches, because that even even down to this Brianna Taylor Brianna Taylor case, even voting even yes. matters on this. Yeah. A new Attorney General under a President Biden. Under a Vice President Harris, we'll look into this shit yeah. more and make another a federal charging decision. But um, and rem- go ahead. Oh no, no, ahead. you're fine. No, you're fine, girl. I want I want to say one more thing too because during the Obama years, like a lot of people thought, oh, Obama didn't do anything after Ferguson, after you know, uh, and what what the Obama administration used to do under Eric Holder. Attorney General Eric Holder under Loretta Lynch, they would go in after Ferguson and they would they would after like those verdicts, they would go and do federal investigations and they would clean house in those police departments. They would force them to uh, reform to fire a number of their police officers. They would go and do investigations to see how many of those police officers had white supremacist uh, social media, uh, white supremacist tattoos like didn't belong on the police force and they would clean house. And so if we get a democratic president to come in, you know, obviously a lot of times this has to happen after the fact, but that matters because we could start cleaning house in these, as these incidents come, we could start cleaning house in some of these police departments one by one before we ultimately, Mm. you know, defund the police or. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I think, I think that's, on that road to that. Cause I think that Elton, this is that reminder and even bringing up Obama is that reminder that whether Ms. DJ Tika's another four years or we do have our Biden Kamala, Kamala, um, <clears throat> um, I think we're still going to need to continue fighting for black lives. And that movement is going to need to still continue no matter who's in office, um, no matter so. who's in office, but it becomes much easier <laughs> with they, President yeah. Biden. I, it, yes, it becomes, it becomes easier it be- in specific ways. Yes, like reforming oh. police departments. Clean, God, I don't want us to go off on a tangent. I'm like, it becomes 
easier. But also, don't you wonder if, like, people fight less? Because in some ways, I feel like, would we have gotten to the same inflection point with Hillary? I mean, but we we had Ferguson prior under Obama. Right. Like, we had you're right. People took you're to right. the streets. You're people. Right. You're right. I think you're it... Right. I think it happens i i i think i, I think saying, yeah like i think like, the gt accelerated it but yeah you're right that it was not still worth happen. keeping that girl in office for more years <laughs> just so we no can no no i'm not saying that more, right like, so we could get closer and especially well we were taking that we were talking offline about like girls we might not win the race war but <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> Talk about that another time. Um, yeah, we will. We will talk about that. <laughs> talk about time. the race. Oh man. Um, well, we already hit it. Let's get a little right into Miss DJT, girl, and let's go into the debates. And of course, that big, which I actually was surprised it wasn't a bigger part of the. It didn't feel like a big part of the debates. Maybe I I was tuning in and out because I had. Okay, let me focus. So um, what I was going to say is about the tax returns and the big New York Times story that broke literally like a couple of days before the debates. Was that on, I can't remember if that was on the weekend or that was on Monday. I think it was on Why? Sunday I was just night. about to say Sunday. I think like, it was I on Sunday I felt like it was before, yeah. starting in, before the week. Um, uh, New York Times did that. Ooh, they got her mad. So, yeah, they um, did, they did. But let's just all wrap it up. Um, but in talking about the debates, um, I did watch it i really paid attention to the first half an hour actually maybe even longer than that and then i started just having it on the background and still listening i think that was i don't think i need to watch another one um but uh yeah um so i okay so i guess initial thoughts my initial thoughts um uh chris wallace did her best (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> she did her best. But um, I think DJT ran all over that. Ran girl. all she over. Ran like, all that's over also her. why I think if because I think Chris Wallace is probably one of the ones if she was gonna if anyone could kind of try and rein her in if Chris Wallace couldn't do it Miss CNN and Miss NBC not gonna be able to do shit when she go if they try and do debate. But what Blackfish Blackfish is from MSNBC is gonna be you know one of the moderators Kristen Welker. She's, you know, it's a black woman, so I don't know. We we'll have don't to know, see. Girl. I, I, that, but like, it was wild to see. Like, <laughs> see, it almost felt like Chris Watts was having. He's like, "Sir, your campaign agreed to allowing two minutes." It's like, who? Don't y'all know who this bitch is? She don't give a fuck about what she agreed, what her campaign agreed. She's gonna do what she do. That girl, and I even felt like early on. Um, I think Biden came out okay. I think he wasn't, he didn't come out as, I think he started a bit strong and then lost steam. I think laughing or joking is not um, defending. I think they just, she she came out. Miss DJT came out hard. Um, so I'm curious what your thoughts are. I ultimately think that also a reason not to watch another debate is I didn't find anything surprising out, out of it. I think it's clear that that girl's a white supremacist girl. She fully couldn't commit to telling those girls to stand down, and she wasn't she going said, to stand back and st- she said stand, stand back by. and stand by, stand and by, stand by, honey. She's grown. <laughs> um, she also and that's some tea. And that, that and that to tea. me that that sums up the whole. That's the debate right there. That girl, she they asked Chris Chris. Uh, what's his name? Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. He's the same name as Notorious B.I.G. Isn't that crazy? um christopher wallace but he yeah he's that's mike wallace's son you know mike wallace was on cbs on you know 60 minutes all those years yeah i never connected that that yeah mike chris wallace is mike wallace's son what a different i wonder how he ended up on fox anyway sorry maybe yeah anyway (laughs) yeah so but no but stand back and stand by the proud boys on their telegram group on their telegram page you know they put a whole infographic they put a whole little like Graphic ups. We're, who are the, who you, are the Proud President. Boys, girl? For girls who the don't prou- know, the Proud Boys are this right wing, like militia type, mm-hmm. male mm-hmm. male rights militia type, Young white, white supremacist yeah. type, future group. KKK members. <laughs> yeah, and I, and oddly, there are some Hispanic 
Uh, I'm gonna say Hispanic. I know the Latinx girls. These niggas are Hispanic. Hispanic <laughs> and and black and black men. You know, no surprise because you know black and Hispanic men can be trash too. Um, are that are actually members of the group. So yeah. they're not. They they support white supremacist ideology in very specific ways and like pro like in male in male like, almost like men's and, rights activists, but like yes, a little yes, that's like a lot of them. I wouldn't. They're probably like a lot of them probably under that umbrella, but yeah. But they definitely, yeah, historically, they've often been associated with white supremacist movements, I think, or the white supremacist movement. I think certain chapters have black and Latinx members, like in the Miami chapter or Houston. But I think, like, you find a, a Proud Boys chapter, like, probably here in central Michigan, there probably isn't a, uh, probably aren't any many black guys. In I that. doubt, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. But it's interesting because when when Van Jones, that queen, girl, uh, you know that queen, she is disgusting too. But um, but when Van Jones, she was on she was on CNN, girl, and she said she said her. Did she black, call him okay. presidential again? <laughs> she actually did. She actually did kind of good last night on CNN. She said, okay, she said her black her black friends texted her. Uh, you know, because he was married to a white woman too, right? Um, her black, her his her black friends te- texted her, and the twelve year old son of this black couple asked his asked his mom and dad if they needed to get a gun after this debate. And I was thinking to myself, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Get a goddamn gun. All niggers need to get a fucking gun after this debate. If he didn't make it clear, stand back and stand by uh... to the white supremacist girls. If he wouldn't condemn them and told them to stand by. If that's not clear to you that you need to get a fucking gun at this point, then you you have some soul searching to do. You you need to I... reevaluate your priorities because this is some dangerous shit that we're going into. Uh, really now next I mean, month, yeah. In the election, I mean, know, beyond what happens at the election, I think what I was also hearing, which is, girl, I don't. You're probably not allowed to, but you might need to carry a gun to the vote because the ways in which he has continued to make it feel like, oh, you know, the vote's going to be taken and you need to go in person and like, oh, you need to like be there to make sure like people aren't stealing votes, which like vote. He basically was telling people to suppress the vote. He tried to send, he tried to send some Republican poll watchers into early voting in Philadelphia, girl. Now, you know, those Philadelphia girls. Yeah. I love that. Philly cut out. I love that. They, they were like, uh, uh, we're not doing that here. Like, uh, we don't do that. So in Detroit, I, I did my early voting already. I've already voted. I voted oh, on wow. September 29th, girl. I am done with that process. I can move on. Did you and go in? What did you do? Did you just drop off your what, ballot? Yeah. What I did is I dropped off my, my uh, absentee ballot in yeah. person. Yeah, girl. That's so we've I been did. talking about voting, but we're not going to lie, girls. We don't trust the mail because <laughs> we just don't trust the mail, unfortunately. We wish we could, but... Yeah, girl. You know, so if you can vote in person, in if you can drop it yeah. off, um, and then and so they had early in person voting in that same office. Like I know one of my brothers is getting ready to do early in person voting in the yeah. same office where I dropped the ballot off. Um, and yeah, they have that as an option too. So you can just go in and vote in person um, here in Detroit. And it was it was girl, it was so many people dropping their ballots off in Detroit or going in to vote in Detroit. It made me I was it made me feel good. Mm. I, I really have. I have a good feeling about Michigan, at least, because mm. Detroit was on jam. I mean, it was September 29th, and the girls were voting in Detroit. The girls aren't waiting. I they mean, were not waiting. That's kind of the nice thing that all that stuff with the Postal Service kind of happened over the summer. That I mean, that's kind of the nice thing that it did blow up was like, and knowing how people were getting delays with medicine and mail, they're like, oh, no, we're not playing. Like, had this stuff happened in, like, closer to the election, I think people wouldn't have been hit. It might have been too late, but now it's like, oh no, we're we're not playing with y'all. We're not gonna let y'all steal this. And I think the numbers are pretty good in Philadelphia too, from what I'm hearing. That's why Trump tried to send those Republican poll watchers into early voting because I hear that, and if, just like Detroit, that Philadelphia is popping up with, you know, popping off with some early voting too. So, but she was sounding, you know. girl, she was saying <laughs> people are throwing what, throwing her votes in a creek. <laughs> that yeah, girl, girl, she was, um, she was, she, I. I kind of had to give it to her. Like she, she, I, I thought for it. And that's that moment where like, I thought for as many weak points, 
she just is she just deflects and just throws shit. She threw she threw Biden's son under the bus. Yes. She said she, she called him a, the, she, she called him a the... number two. She called him a piece of shit. Like it was <laughs> yeah. wild. It was something else. Uh, well, but, she threw she threw. Okay, so she came in and threw Biden's son Hunter under the bus while Biden was talking about his dead son who was a veteran. You know, and like who died from brain cancer, you know, in 2015, I believe it was. Yeah. DJ Teed couldn't even acknowledge that and say, oh, oh I'm no. sorry for your loss. Oh, no. She went and started to throw the other son who's been in, you know, has a little bit of shady and scandalous tea through that one under the bus as Biden was talking about his dead veterans. Uh, so that so is some tea. We started off talking tea. about the Supreme Court and that one. I felt, because uh, also it was like, you got to remember, we got Chris Wallace, we got Fox News, because they're, so they're both sides kind of girl. Like, I think with that one, I think Biden was, and that's what I felt. You can't, you can't try and walk the line when you're going against Ms. DJT. And I think where Ms. DJT was really strong uh, to attack Biden was on like, oh, you're radical left. Oh, the left is taking over. And it's like, and I think Biden's attempt at trying to, play up being more moderate and he did it both around like the supreme court like saying that amy conan barry I, I think that is that amy conan barry did i say that right or something like that a- amy coney Barrett. coney barry ac uh, they're calling her acb no like i'm not doing that um the, the <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. how ACB. she's just a, saying she's just a fine person like saying that like you know um Shit, I just lost my train of thought. What was the other thing that I felt? Oh, the police. Like, around the police. Like, you know, still doing the bad apples. Like, but also still trying to say systematic racism. You can't say there's a few bad apples and say systematic racism is real. Like, it's like, you gotta... I feel like trying to pick one or the other, it's just confusing. And I think you've said it before, but if you're stating facts, if you're already losing. And I felt like that's what a lot of Biden was doing, was trying to be sensible and try and have like a real debate and you're not dealing with that kind of person. And I feel like, but that was my feeling. And it's not like I felt like, Oh my God. I mean, Oh my God. It was a tear. He did himself a disservice. I think he did as well as can be, but I think he was still trying. Cause I mean, that's who he is. Like, I'm not sure he could get messy and gutter. Um, like I had a friend who was like, Oh, I want him to really go in. And I don't think, I don't think she can, um, or at least she had, she didn't. Yeah. So, but what yeah. do you think? I definitely, girl? I definitely disagree with you on a few points because do it, I do think, it, do it. you know, the, uh, so one of the things is like, you know, right now, one thing that, you know, Trump che- keeps trying to attack Biden, like radical left, you're part of the radical left, you're going to be controlled by Bernie and AOC and it's not sticking and it's not sticking. So by Biden, you know, being a little bit undescript or playing both sides, like, oh, well, cops, you know, are mostly good, but of course there's systemic racism. Like, he's doing exactly what he needs to do to not turn off, you know, black voters, but also to not turn off suburban white voters who, you know, the radical left thing is not sticking for him. Somebody said, so one pundit said that, I think, remember in those early days when it looked like Bernie was going to win the primary because he won the first two? Yeah. Or I guess Mayor Pete won one of them, but like really Bernie won the popular vote in Iowa and then Bernie won New Hampshire in big big numbers and it looked like Bernie was going to win. I, they're saying like Trump basically prepared to run against Bernie and then when Biden won the nomination, like his campaign has been unprepared because the attacks aren't sticking. Um, I will also say too, there was CNN had a uh, a panel of... 14 Ohio undecided voters. Ohio, we really thought was a lost cause for Democrats after Trump won it in 2016 by big numbers. But Ohio is coming more and more into play. And Biden is actually ahead by one point in a number of the polls there within the margin of error, but definitely slightly ahead. And they had 14 undecided voters. Okay. Um, eight of them still came out undecided on some bullshit, you know, but six of them, decided from that after that debate who they're going to vote for four of them went for biden and two are for trump and one of the people who went for biden was this white man who had voted for trump in 2016 and he actually had said um uh it was really interesting because he said he voted for trump in 2016 probably on some like uh you know sexist white man t right against hillary uh he's he's gonna but he said that he said that when biden called trump a clown that if the if the clown shoe fits where like trump wore that shit like he was saying that trump totally acted like a clown in this debate and it turned him off 
And also, uh, like I said, four out of the six who decided turn for Biden, 60% of a group of total debate watchers that CNN polled said that Joe Biden won the debate, and 65% that said that Joe Biden was more truthful. So all around, too, even on Fox News, uh, I was watching Fox News immediately after the debate went off. I switched over to Fox News. You know, a lot of their pundits, they did not say that Trump won that debate, and that basically Rick Santorum was on CNN, even said that, you know, that kind of bombastic hardline style it was just like he was just using a base strategy but really what trump needs to do is expand his voters beyond his base like he did in 2016 when people broke for hillary when you know white suburban voters and many of them broke for hillary but he's they said that swing voters white moms in the suburbs older white voters are all going to be turned off by trump's debate performance so i think joe biden you know for the most part won this debate uh based on style Right. And I think and also turning to the camera when Joe Biden would turn to the camera and say, this is not about him. This is about you. Joe Biden. Trump never did that even once. He never mm-hmm. looked at the camera once at the audience wants to say this is about you. Mm-hmm. And moreover, the one group now this now this is some bullshit. The one group <laughs> who they say they polled because almost on every platform, CBS, CNN, universally, almost all of the polls on the different news media uh, TV stations and sites said that Biden won the debate when they polled viewers. Telemundo and the Spanish-speaking viewers. Okay, the, the Latinos they they stay disappointing us even during even during Latinx Heritage Month. And I know we're about. To, and I know, you know, we try to stand for the Latino girls. You know, we love we them. We just had some girls on. They, those girls <laughs> exactly. aren't voted, but what happened, yeah. girl? What happened, girl? Yeah. 66% of Spanish-speaking Americans in a Telemundo pool, pool <laughs> thought, Trump, thought Trump won the debate. You know, and they, just remember... That machismo. Because he was that given machismo. that much, that extra exactly. super... Exactly. Somebody on Twitter said Did they this, say why? Or did, Yo, I'm, I'm somebody on Twitter said this. A Latinx uh, person said this, I believe. Just remember that Latin society is patriarchal in nature, and with Trump blustering angrily, they mm. equate that with strength. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so that was like... They're the only ones, girl. They're the ones who... And some black... But some black men are probably attracted to that bullshit, yeah. too. Because yeah. we know them, a lot of them niggers ain't shit either. Like, <laughs> a lot of hetero, cis black men are garbage. And we all know it's true. We try we to pretend We all know like, it. We all know yeah. it. We know. We be trying to fight for y'all, but y'all don't yeah, fight for us. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not marching for no more straight black don't men. Don't do it now. Don't tell them now. Don't only, tell the Only now. for queer and queer people and w- black women. I'm not marching for no black straight men no more. No. Okay, but... Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you think this? So you think this was helpful for Biden's um can, can, uh, campaign? I think I think it was, and I think of course all the you know all the except for the Washington Post, who's always I think Washington Post is always on their A game, and that's why even though they tried to um charge me a full year subscription again for <laughs> without any notice, I didn't mind it because. <laughs> Because the Washington Post is like doesn't play that both sides game like the New York Times and CNN some does sometimes, and because the headline in the Washington Post, I actually took some screenshots. The headline, the Washington Post, actually, um, like, uh, okay, what do they say? First, here's the New York Times on some bullshit. Talk of policy is drowned out. Biden calls president a clown. That was the New York Times. Wow. Headline. Wow. Okay. Um, Amazing. the mark, market watch, a disgrace, a mess, embarrassing. Like people were trying to both sides this as if both of them were embarrassing or both of them were so terrible. And really it was Trump who was terrible. So, uh, the Washington, okay. Uh, Ooh, I'm curious. The what, do you not, do you have the, I was just about to say, yeah, cause the Wall Street Journal is known for being more conservative. Yes, I'm curious yes, what they I said. I did. I went on, I went on the Wall Street Journal and said, Trump, Biden clash and contentious first. Okay, debate. girl. Yeah. So both sides. Uh, CNN, CNN, pure chaos at debate. Both sides, debate. girls. Both sides. Bo- both both sides. sides. Uh, but the Washington Post was the only one of all these major news sites that that had this headline: Trump plunges debate into fiery squabbling. Hmm. So they actually they were more on target with why this was a shit show. Not just saying like the CNN pundits like, you know, Anderson Cooper and Jake Tapper and all those both sides white men like, oh, this was terrible. This was a, a, a dumpster fire. Who made it a dumpster fire? Say that. Who Say, made her it a dumpster fire? Say her name. Say her name. Say her name. 
you know, and I'm so tired of these both sides girls trying to act. And like, then oh, gonna be surprised if uh, what if a girl gets reelected? It's like, yeah, oh, I can't you believe this. <laughs> when you equate these girls, that's what happened with Hillary. When you equate them, I mean, people are like, oh, well, I might just might as well just because not with everyone's my, gonna watch the debate. Maybe my, some people are yeah. just gonna watch clips or snippets. And then maybe or read a headline, see, or yeah, read or read a, a headline. headline. Not everyone's yeah. gonna spend a time to watch an hour and a half debate. So, yeah. So that's my that's my. So the Washington Post got it right. So even though y'all took that hundred dollars out of my account for that one year subscription, <laughs> You're hilarious. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it with no warning. I'm okay with it because y'all so, do the right thing. So there. you, so I'll tell you, you think this did help the campaign? His campaign? I I could. I or do, it didn't I hurt do, it. I did. Rivers. I think it actually cemented white female swing voters in the suburbs towards Biden okay. because they were so turned off by Trump's performance. So I, I really do. And I think the white supremacist tea, a lot, I will give a lot of the media credit. I was watching the view earlier. Uh, they, a lot of, a lot of headlines uh, also led with Trump doesn't contend, uh, co- uh, condemn white supremacy or Trump yeah. doesn't, you know, a lot of them have also, Done the right thing on that, so I'll give. I'll give Chris Wallace that tea. He really tried to hold her to the fire on that one. Yeah, uh, ooh, that girl was working hard. Yeah, Chris Wallace, sweat, Chris Wallace sweating. That girl was stressed out. Um, and Rachel Maddow said something really, really interesting. Okay, she said, she said in the MSNBC. I'm going to give them credit. They had an all female panel last night. Oh they wow! Had jo- they had Joy Reid. They had uh, Rachel Maddow and they had Nicole Wallace, and that was their debate panel last night. I love that the primary debate panel. Yes, and Rachel Maddow said the following: She said, "This came off like Trump versus the election, rather than Trump versus Biden, mm. right?" And that was such a poignant, you know, a poignant quote because I, I do believe that's true. I think that's how it came off: is Trump versus the Republic, Trump versus democracy, Trump versus the election, mm. and is I mean, in in that case, Biden's ahead. So if Trump didn't turn change minds then then biden's still winning as of right now all right well we're um we're getting into it yeah october is um what tomorrow 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 um tomorrow yeah so um yeah a couple more months to go anything else on this one girl final thought Uh, i just say you know i i definitely I don't want to watch a second and third debate, but I will for you girls, and I will. Because I will I'm not. I will not for you girls. So oh, okay, I'm gonna well, just I watch the watching. highlights. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I might watch. I might do the. Debates. It depends on who the moderator is. I think. Well, Kristen Welker, you should watch. I mean, she's a Philly black woman. Okay, too. yeah, I'll probably Philly. watch that one. You need to watch that one because okay. we got to see if they cut their mics off. If she starts really, you know, getting with those girls, or at least getting with DJT. Ooh. So. But then it, it just becomes the DJT fighting the moderator, which kind of felt like. A little bit of that this time too. Yeah. <sighs> um, well, girls, uh, we're gonna keep it to the point. Um, so it's time for thoughts and prayers. We talked quite a bit at the top of the show about Miss Brianna Taylor. Um, so I'll continue to have my thoughts for Black women, um, both cis and trans, whether they are sisters, mothers, friends, or just that girl you see pass you on the street. Keep them in your hearts. Show them a little love. Girl, send them some money on the Cash App. I might send, yeah, I might send yeah. my sister a little money. She could, you know, be like, go, go, go do something for yourself, you know? Um, That's so nice. You should do that. Yeah. That would be really nice. Remind them that they are loved and worthy of love, especially in this moment. <clears throat> Amen. So with that, we can go into our two snaps. What you got for us, Ms. Devereaux? Yes. So I don't want to neglect some good news. Uh, two snaps from Miss Mariah Carey. Oh, Mimi. yes. <laughs> yes. Her memoir, uh, The Meaning of Mariah Carey, is out now. Uh, my copy from Amazon, I think it's coming next week. It's a little delayed, so maybe... Oh. Maybe, you know, I think it might be a number one bestseller, you Ooh, know. I think. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it yes, is. Yes, but I'm, that is one book. And I'm, I'm guilty of like getting halfway through books or a third Have you thought about books. listening to the audio book? Cause she does her own audio. So I, and I've heard a friend tell me that it's pretty amazing to listen to her kind of read. Yeah, you know, I, and that would I be here. You could get that now. So if you just, you know what? I already ordered the book, but you know what? I think you're right. I think I should get the audio book. Cause I'm always, I'm always listening to other podcasts. Hmm to uh so i could do it's like listening to a podcast i could totally do that but um yeah two snaps for miss mariah carey for releasing her memoir there is some tea in that book and i think 
we might have an episode on it later, so yes, I don't want I will to reveal read it. too much. I will, I will be reading the book as well. Okay, so. good. Okay, because I don't want to reveal too much, but I heard about some of the tea that's in it, and it had me gagging. Yes. And you, we already know a lot about Mimi and her life, um, but we didn't. I didn't know as much as I, I'm, you know, because I'm a lamb. I'm, I'm a Mimi. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think you need to say. I don't think look, to make sure yeah, the girls. Yeah, I'm now. a big Mimi girl. I've been a big Mimi girl since you know the mid '90s when I was a kid, and. Um, yeah, she's always been, you know, her, Mary J. Blige, um, another, uh, R&B singer, male, who I will not mention, those three, <laughs> I used to hold, I used to hold them down, so, yeah, and I still do hold Mimi and Mary J. down, but, um, but yeah, two snaps to Mariah Carey for releasing her memoir and giving us the tea. Love it. And that's our show. Um, we've got a fun show for you well we've got some fun things coming down the line um as you know we had our gay cousins on uh, we actually have another part of that show that we cut um and that we're actually going to be putting in next week's show which is going to be just a messy time so we're going to take a break from politics yes. and just talk about dick <laughs> <laughs> and should we tell the girls should we tell the girls or should we wait there's another oh yeah yeah we could tell oh so girls we're um yeah go ahead you do it oh yeah we're gonna be on we're gonna be on your gay cousins and uh i think it's gonna re-release next week so tune in girls check check out your gay cousins it's Uh, so cute their show is cute too and it's shorter than ours yes it's not (laughs) it's not a bit it's not a big commitment like girls go over and listen to your gay cousins please yeah yeah. i literally was like oh this show's gonna be short and to the point today although i think i was the one who kind of went on a little ramble um so I'm going to stop rambling and tell you all to follow us on social media at Tuesday Queens. Mr. Rose doing some great work. I'm highlighting some major news stories, especially around voting tips. Um, uh, and some finance men. There's a lot of finance men in our, on our Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's, she's thirsty in quarantine. Um, that, that, <laughs> yeah. but that one about the ballot, making sure your ballot is correct. So if there's a print error, ultimately that can be a reason for your ballot to be discounted and thrown out, even if it's not your fault and it just came to you like that. So make sure to look at those ballots well, girls. Um, Rate us, review us on the preferred podcast platform of your choice. I hope y'all continue to stay safe, healthy, and saved out there. And we will see you next week. Miss Deverell, what's the final word? Make your plan to vote, whether it's early in person, whether it's absentee, turn it in in person, or, you know, mail it super early if you're going to use the mail, or just make a plan to vote on election day. But make your plan to vote. Don't don't just leave it willy-nilly till you know, early November. Make your plan to vote now, bitches. Now. All right. That'll do it. Bye, girls. Bye.